Start your week smiling with your friends, Kathy Zant and Michelle Frechette. It's time to get ready for some weekly motivation with WP Motivate. <laughs> Happy Friday, Kathy. <laughs> Happy Friday, Michelle. You it's Friday laughing. bad hair day around here, isn't it? <laughs> Yes. Made each other laughing just before we hit record about our hair. So if, if you are one of those people that just listens and doesn't watch, we love you. Because today I have this little alfalfa thing sticking up behind my head. And Kathy's going with the windblown sexy look today. So. Oh, I'm going with the, the ponytail because I didn't brush my hair this morning. I was just like, ponytail, get to work. Boom. That's there what I Barbie am. does. Barbie uses, Barbie wears ponytails. So... Yeah, your Barbie. Barbie does everything. Claire told me that she's like, she's got all these career plans. She's like going to join the army, maybe the Marines, just to go through the boot camp. And then she's going to be a fire person, you know, a firefighter person. Uh-huh. And then she's got all these things. And she's like, well, Barbie can do it. I can. And I'm like, well, I guess we're going to have many career I mean, choices. <laughs> you go, girl. I was talking with somebody about the Barbie movie the other day and how I loved the fact that there was, you know, a trans woman is one of the Barbies and they don't comment on her transition there's a barbie in a wheelchair and they don't comment on her wheelchair there's a a plus size barbie and they don't comment on her weight they just exist these are people yeah. who just these are women who just exist yeah no judgment. i want to live in that world <laughs> i'm trying every day to live in that world <laughs> i understand which actually brings it's me okay. to the topic that, that you wanted to talk about today is sometimes we are our own worst enemies. Like, you know, my my tailbone's killing me, but I'm sitting at my desk in a chair because here's my setup and everything's great. And when we're done recording, I will still probably sit here for the next two hours working here instead of, you know, detaching the laptop and going sitting on my bed where my tailbone's not going to hurt because mm-hmm. I'm my own worst enemy. <laughs> I'm my own worst enemy too. It's just, it's, I make my life harder than it needs to be. I don't push the easy button enough. And I think it's because, you know, I kind of have a little bit of that perfectionistic overachiever in me where I'm Mm -hmm. just like, you know, and I've just started a new job. I love my boss. I love the job. I love my team. And I've put it. And I've, kind of just learned that you know what just showing up as me and just telling it like I see it and writing it how I see it and recording videos like I do like I see it and just being me is good enough and my boss has been trying to tell me that for like weeks you know where I'm just like (laughs) I'm trying so hard and it just doesn't flow and I'm just like and I'm just like you know just kick that boulder right out of the stream and it's like my creative faucet is just running like crazy because I have been my own worst enemy. I understand that. I was. I just in the hour prior to this was in um, uh, stellar sessions, which you know what they are. But for anybody who doesn't yeah. know, um, is our internal like uh, I can't think of that word. Uh, professional development, professional development, brown bag lunch kind of thing online um, every month, and I usually find an internal person to stellar to talk about something that. You know, we've had people talk about how to pitch a talk, had people talk about how to write your bio. We've had people give demonstrations. You gave a demonstration on cadence once, those kinds of things. Um, 
today I had an external person come in and talk about AI. And I was talking about how, like, one of the questions I said is, you know, we used to use this phrase a lot, garbage in, garbage out. Remember that? Like, it was a 70s, 80s thing. People would say garbage in, garbage out. Um, and that, like, chat GPT is like that, right? Like, the more specific and the better you can write your request, the more mm -hmm. specific and better the output is. And I got to thinking about how, like, my brain's like that, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? And and what yeah. you rely on for your, I don't know, for, for making, for moving things forward. Right. And, and so if I'm being lazy, I am my own worst enemy, even if I'm using tools that should combat that because I'm still not using them right. So, yeah, yeah. We are our own worst enemy. I don't know what it is about that. I think it, I think it comes down to just like like not accepting ourselves or not having mm. belief in ourselves. It's like this self-esteem thing. But I just watched this video last week. I mean, when I'm doing stuff around the house, whatever, I've got the headphones in and I pop on mm -hmm. a video and just listen to it. And this guy was talking about self-esteem. And all of the things that we try to do in order to improve our self-esteem, whether it's affirmations or anything that you try to do, like self-worth and self-esteem is just like a misnomer. You cannot, there's no measurement for it. There's right. no like worthless, like you are who you are. There's no one who can come and say that you're worthless because you are who you are. So there's no, there's no like objective measurement it's just the subjective lie that you tell yourself inside mm. your head about whatever it is or you know just even judging things that happen in our lives it's just like we we put this subjective spin on things when it's just like it just is what it is so you can't yeah. have negative self-esteem because you are who you are it's a lie you're telling yourself and you can't be overinflated with your self-esteem and just like tell yourself that you're perfect. Well, I guess you are perfect though, because you are who you are and you're in process. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I thought it was interesting. It was very interesting. I think that there's a lot that goes inside of our heads. I'm thinking back to the wolf story we had a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, you know, where it depends on how you're feeding it. You can, That negative self-talk or that positive self-talk. It's just talk. Like you said, you still are who you are. It's just how mm -hmm. you view yourself. And the lens that you're looking at your own life and even others through is can be cloudy, maybe is the right way to say that. Right. Right. But right. how I you view yourself times... doesn't actually change your worth, which is what you were saying. Exactly. And, you know, I think a lot of times people have an emotional reaction to something. Mm -hmm. um, something bad happens in life, whatever. And so they start, start assigning that event meaning and then mm -hmm. that meaning then leads them down this emotional trail and they start making judgments based on those emotions and you know i've seen um situations where people just just fly off the seat of their pants in terms of like the emotion that they're feeling and then they just like well i'm feeling this and it's so intense and i don't know what to do with it so twitter here you go it's just like maybe not everything needs to go on social media that's what journaling is for your private journal locked with a password on it no one needs to know right that's where it goes not on so, like public somebody needs to tell elon musk that <laughs> oh he's been spicy lately 
what is it he though seriously he's spicy man somebody's got hot he's just drowning mm-hmm. in the hot sauce lately just yeah always uh always got something to say i've been working on um the beginnings of a course and a talk that i've submitted to a uh, word camp um about building your personal brand mm-hmm. and how you still need to be authentic right so there's still authenticity yeah. in your personal brand but that doesn't mean you have to like walk out the front door naked and show everybody warts and all right i mean literally you can put on your be your authentic self but with the persona that you have a work persona a persona that you have a volunteer persona family persona, self persona, like all of those things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which means that you can be who you are authentically, but you can censor your, what you put out into the world. So let me give you a little for example. <laughs> so years ago, I was on the school board in my hometown. And I try to remember who, uh, oh yeah, so I remember now, Donald Trump had just won the election. <laughs> And if you're out there and you're listening and you were happy about that, I'm sorry, that's not, this was not a happy story. Um, So I was being very, like, I woke up in the middle of the night expecting that Hillary Clinton had won. I turned on the news, like, when I went to the bathroom, it was like three in the morning and they had called the election, but not for her. And I just sat there, like, dumbfounded, right? And so the next morning I'm on socials and mostly in my own town, I was looking at things on Facebook, et cetera. And the gloating that was happening in this redneck town that I live in was a little over the top. So I took to Twitter and I all I tweeted was rednecks are not gracious winners. <laughs> and a fellow school board member messaged me and said, take that tweet down. And I said, excuse me? Take that tweet down. I said, I no, I'm not taking the tweet down. I said, why would I take it down? It's so derogatory. I said, I don't see it that way, but thank you for your opinion. He then called the school board president to to like tattle on me, I guess. Um, And so she called me and we had a phone conversation. And I said to her, I said, you know, it's my personal Twitter account. I don't represent the school in everything that I do. We're not a paid position. We're elected officials. I said, and I'm not going to take that down. I said, this is a hill I will die on. I said, if one of our students was practicing free speech, would we tell them they had to change that? And we, and you know, that kind of thing. And she said, she said, well, no, I said, let me, put it to you in incredible terminologies. At the beginning of every school board session, we stand up and we say the Pledge of Allegiance. I could be like Colin, I can't say his last name, Copernic. And I could just sit with my hands folded instead of turning, standing and saying the Pledge of Allegiance. I said, but I won't do that because I don't, that's not how I actually believe about that. But I could, and that would be my right. I said, what I'm willing to do is put in my bio, you know, all thoughts are my own and represent nobody else. So she said, well, that will work. Fast forward to the next Tuesday. I have in, we're in a private session before the school board meeting. And the same guy who like texted me to take my tweet down says, I want to talk about Michelle's tweet behind closed doors. And I was like, oh my God, are you kidding me? And he says, saying redneck is the same as saying the N word. 
I said, then why didn't you call it the R word? <laughs> I said, I, I am not, I said, redneck is a terminology. It's not a, it's not a particular person. It isn't an ethnicity of people. It is not a derogatory term that way. And so one of the other school board members says, did she tweet it from an official school account? He says, no, it's her own personal account. And the superintendent goes, then why are we having this discussion? And that was the end of the discussion. But no. that's when I really started to think about the fact that what I put out into the world doesn't just represent me. It represents other people as well within contexts. And what do I, how do I want to be seen within those contexts? So I don't really post things that are that, I mean, that wasn't controversial in my opinion, but I just, you know, I think about those kinds of things before I put them up publicly, before I write a blog post, before I tweet, before I post something on Facebook, because I realize that my fam I represent my family, I represent the places that I work, I represent the people that I keep company with. And that if I really want to have that public persona be something that those people want to interact with, mm -hmm. I censor myself sometimes and I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah. 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 I try. Long story. I know. It was, it was definitely a monumental time in history. Yes, for sure. Um, <laughs> I try to consider my audience with everything I post. Is this going to help them mm -hmm. or is it for me to just vent? Now, sometimes like when I was having major like want to punch a wall frustration yes. with elementor our friends at elementor but sometimes elementor <laughs> is a little clinicky and i was very <laughs> and they were like such good sports just like okay, i remember that tweet <laughs> and they liked it and they like tweeted back and they were like everybody kind of like keep you cool like they were so engagement's cool engagement <laughs> That was not about me being of service to the WordPress community. That was definitely me in a state of frustration. I rarely do that, but every once in a while, I, I did not, I just wanted to just like, and uh, I did not expect that to like get any traction whatsoever. That wasn't but one of my proudest moments, but it was kind of funny, especially all the, I did not expect that at all. Yeah. But yeah, I try to think about, am I tweeting for myself? Sometimes I have to, or yeah. am I tweeting to be of service? And sometimes I'm tweeting for myself because something is funny and I want to share sure. and share the laughter, like mm -hmm. something goofy that my daughter says or does. Of course. Which she's been really good at lately. She's been slaying me with the comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I was recording videos yesterday. She's at the gym. She texts me and she's I think Joe Rogan does leg day. His legs look. <laughs> oh. My evaluation of Joe Rogan's legs, <laughs> but she's like that would be that would be a funny tweet. Mm -hmm. But I try to yeah. I try to make it funny, useful, of service, um, rather yeah. than all about me. But I know a lot of people, you know, maybe they they just need to journal. Yeah, some people. Or take a beat. Take a beat. <laughs> yeah, just Think. take a walk. Touch grass. Yeah. <laughs> Touch grass. I first heard that for the first time last fall, and I was like, what does that mean? Until I realized it was like, come out of your mother's basement <laughs> and experience nature. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
I like that, that whole idea of just touch grass. Cause it's so simple, right? It's mm -hmm. so simple. Grass is weeds. They're, every, they're everywhere. Just be careful. If you touch grass in uh, Texas, you might get bit by fire ants or chiggers. Who knows? <laughs> Don't you have those scorpion <laughs> things down there too? <laughs> we do have scorpions. They're not as bad as the ones in Arizona, but okay. there are, there are, I've had a scorpion walking across my kitchen floor and the cool thing is like cats will notice them right away and be like, oh, what the heck's this new toy? And they don't get really stung by them. And our scorpions oh, okay. here are like, you just step on them and kill them like a ah, centipede. Okay. <laughs> a little Sorry. side story. When Lydia was little, she had just watched Five Goes West. Do you remember that American tale and Five Goes West? The, that one. the Disney, it was in the early 90s she was born so okay. the little mouse family that whatever okay. so five so five will goes west they've left new york city and they're heading out west and five will get separated from his family this little mouse creature and he's in the desert and there are scorpions and he's terrified of them and this i don't remember the whole thing right so my daughter who lives in western new york suddenly had this terror about scorpions she was terrified. I'm like, they don't live here. <laughs> like, yeah. we would have to travel on an airplane for you to find scorpions. But she was still terrified of them. And we've met a woman who like lived in Texas or something. And I said, oh, would you tell her about how she doesn't need to be afraid about scorpions in New York? And the lady was like, oh, let me tell you all about those. You know, so like she quelled her fear. But that was just so funny when you <laughs> fire ants and scorpions. Yeah, we don't have those here. Yeah. Nature, nature here is, well, right now I'm not too, un, you know, spiked off about it, but it's coming. The trees are yeah. still pretty bare, although it was like 80 degrees day before yesterday. I'm like, ooh, it Getting was 50 close. here. And then Monday, yeah. was it 50? Yeah. It's February. It's supposed yeah. to be snowing and it's not. Yeah. So weird. Yeah, it's it's so weird. Yeah, hot summer with this weird spring. It's gonna be 90 on Monday. I'm like Probably. not putting the air on, not doing it. If it says February, if it's the second month of the year, the air conditioner's not going on. I don't care where I live. <laughs> okay, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> you will not turn I that thermostat until October. That we will not heat this house. I don't care how cold it gets. Yeah, that's not how it's supposed to work, Kathy. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, since my husband isn't monitoring the thermostats, I guess I have to now. So, so oh, it. in the spirit of uh, being our own worst enemy, I will tell you what I struggle with the most as far as my own worst en enemy-ness is mm -hmm. not going to bed at an earlier time every night. Oh, really? I think if I could force myself to actually close my eyes and let myself lay there until I fell asleep, I would probably feel better during the day. I'd have more energy, but I am my own worst enemy. I have this major FOMO about what I could miss anywhere in the world while I'm asleep. And it makes it hard for me to actually not be an insomniac. So mm -hmm. I am my own worst enemy when it comes to my sleep schedule. Ooh, see, that's one thing what Claire did not sleep. She slept mm -hmm. in like 90 minute increments. And I was, I was in bad shape. I was in bad shape for a good three years. So sleep is like my, and my husband was like, he 
night owl, like up at, up until 2 a.m. a lot of the time. So, I mean, we didn't sleep in separate. We slept in separate rooms um, and have since, the, since gosh, forever. And uh, yeah, no, that was my thing. Like 9.50, I don't want to talk to anybody else. 10 p.m., I am out. I'm a little more like lenient now. Mm-hmm. And now that I don't have to like wake up at a certain time and get the kids to school and like do all of that kind of like rigid schedule type of things and work is a lot, you know, less scheduled. I give myself a break a little bit more. So like if it's 10.30, I'm okay. But if I get that first like couple of yawns, I really answer that. So answer the call. Answer just call that is one thing that's not negotiable for me mm. man and keep upstairs because that's where I found him and just in Max's room I can't sleep in there because Max is gone and all this stuff but he went through this period where it was like 2 30 in the morning and he's like Vicky Vicky what time is it and I'm like it's shut the f up a clock <laughs> It's dark outside. Yes. You hear me probably snoring over here. There's a dog or two sleeping on the bed snoring too. It is not time to ask Vicky what time it is. Read oh, the room, God. man. Right. Read the room. <laughs> a couple hours later, what time is it? And I'm like, this man is not sleeping on a normal schedule anymore. Like, what is going on? That just broke through it. I'm just like, all right, I sleep upstairs now not sleeping with him, not sleeping in the same room as him. And for a while, I just like go and sleep on the sofa, but that's, no, that's not comfortable. You need a real sleep. You need a yeah, bed. So, yeah. So I have actually, I guess the anger of not getting sleep broke me through my block. Mm. I think that like we're our, we block ourselves and that's how we end up being our own worst enemy is we block mm-hmm. ourselves from making progress or letting things go in our lives because of something we're holding on to, something that we we can't just like break through and own. Like right now, I own that room upstairs. It's my room now. <laughs> it's like, I don't care that you had a stroke in this room. I don't care. It's my room now. And just like really kind of like claiming that back from from something else in my head. It's just like, it's all yeah. here. All my problems, every single one of them. <laughs> Me too. Womp womp. womp. <laughs> I love it. Well, I don't know what the answer is, but I think for me, it's being cognizant of those things that I'm allowing myself to do that's like holding me back or making myself my worst enemy, right? So acknowledgement is the first thing. Um, Maybe setting some new goals for myself would be another, but also just literally taking time before I respond to things because knee-jerk reactions for me are not healthy. And so I need to like maybe vent with a friend. Like you have received more than one text when I've been like, I can't believe this is what's happening. Um, And I just need to vent to somebody before I say the wrong thing to somebody else, you know, kind of thing. Um, And that helps if you have somebody who's a confidant that you can kind of get that touch point with and make sure that am I overreacting? Am I underreacting? Is or is just telling you that I'm frustrated enough to not tell the person that's frustrating me yeah. the wrong thing. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 I think it's really comes down to, especially when, when you're feeling stuff, stuff like that, it's just like being really intentional. Like what's the outcome that you really want from like, sometimes it's just like, Oh, I just need this off my chest. I don't want to think about it again. 
Um, other times it's like, okay, I need to have this hard conversation with this person and my intent in doing so is that I want to be heard. I want them to understand how their actions are affecting me, that kind of thing. But it's like just really being intentional. What is it that you really want about it? Like what was like when I wouldn't want to go upstairs, what was my intent there? Like not replaying it in my head. Guess what, Kat? Yeah. You get to decide if it replays in your like the block made yeah. no sense. So I I had to really just out just being intentional about what it is you want and going for that. Absolutely. Focus on the positive because even in the worst times, on the darkest days, sometimes it's hard to see that. But you can, within a few days or weeks, usually find something positive to focus on. Yeah, definitely. And sometimes it's dark humor. (laughs) No, that one. I'll tell you one of my darkest humorists as after my dad died, which was absolutely gutting. And as, and you know, you saw me through that period. Um, I called my sister and I said, knock, knock. And she said, who's there? And I said, not dad. (laughs) And we both (laughs) laughed hysterically. And if anybody had overheard us, they would have been like, oh my God. But we both just needed to see a little bit of humor in the grief. And so it got us through. And yes, if you yeah. all are listening now and you think I'm a horrible person, that's okay. I, I did what I had to to get through my dad's grief. <laughs> Comedy is our coping mechanism. So oh, yeah. join us or <laughs> get out of the way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, I hope you have a good weekend. I'm going to try to get some more sleep this weekend um, and get out of my awesome. own way for that, especially because I'm prepping for Asia in a week and a half. So Oh my gosh, it's that fast, huh? It's a, I leave a week from Monday. So yeah. So when people are hearing this, it'll be like a week from the day they listen to this on when yeah. I publish it on wow. Monday. Yeah, I leave on the 4th, um, March 4th. March 4th. Love it. Anyway, I know exactly. Keep on going. Keep on trucking. And uh, yeah, so let's get out of our own ways. Stop being our own worst enemies and try to see the positive things in life a lot easier to deal with if you do thanks for being here thanks for always being at the other end kathy i appreciate you yeah i appreciate you too thanks for the fun combo (laughs) anytime and to everybody else bye bye this has been wp motivate with kathy zant and michelle freshette to learn more or to sponsor us go to wpmotivate.com